Alhamdulillah Hamdan kathiran tayyiban mubarakan fih Kama yuhibbu rabbuna wa yarda' Ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Al-Nasihu Al-Amin Allahumma salli ala nabiyyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Wa man tamasaka bi sunnatihi ila yawmiddin Thumma amma ba'd Alhamdulillah ala ni'mati al-islami wa sunnah All praise and thanks belong to Allah For guiding us to Islam And for guiding us to the sunnah Qala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Fi kitabihi al-kareem يريد الله بكم اليسر ولا يريد بكم العسر الله سبحانه وتعالى he says in his noble book that Allah wants for you ease and he does not want for you difficulty it is extremely important that as Muslims we take the middle path because the deen of Islam is a deen of moderation the Muslim he is one who is moderate He's not too far to the left so as to be one who is neglectful and he's not too far to the right so as to be one who is extreme. So it is incumbent that we actively and, and, and that we intentionally carve out a way for ourselves as relates to the voluntary deeds so that we may pace ourselves and not be extreme. Rawa Shaykhan and Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, the two scholars, meaning Al-Bukhari and Muslim, they have narrated this hadith. This hadith is mutafiqun alayh. It's from the strongest grade of authentic hadith. Narrated on our mother Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. Anna al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that the Prophet وسلم, he entered into her house one day and there was with her a woman. وسلم, so the Prophet وسلم, he said, Man هذه, Who is this? Our mother Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she said, this is so-and-so. And then she started to mention yani, something from her prayer and what she does as relates to praying, meaning a lot of voluntary prayers that she puts forward. Upon hearing this, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Mah alaykum bima tutliqoon. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he heard this, he told to her, he said, Stop. Stop. It is upon you to do that which you have the ability to do. It is upon you to do that which you have the ability to do. For wallahi, because by Allah, la yamallahu hatta tamallu. That by Allah, Allah will continuously reward you for your good deeds as long as you continuously perform them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He will continuously reward you for your deeds as long as you are persistent in doing them. And then the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, وَكَانَ أَحَبُّ الدِّينِ إِلَيْهِ مَا دَاوَمَا عَلَيْهِ صَاحِبُهُ 
that verily the most beloved deen to Allah is that in which the individual is the most consistent upon it. Aw kama qala an-nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ilayhi ma dawama sahibuhu that the most beloved deen to Allah is that which the individual is the most persistent upon. What is meant by deen here? It means the action. Naam? And this is an indication from us due to the words in which the Prophet used, and he was very precise. This is an indication to us which shows us and, is, and, and, and it points us to the fact that actions are from Iman. Because the Prophet وسلم, he said, Ahabuddin, with deen Iman. The most beloved deen, and deen is Iman, faith. And what is being spoken about here? This woman's salah, the salah, or deeds in general. So this is an indication that deeds enter into what is Iman. So deeds, actions are from Iman. Iman, qawlun bilisan, statement of the tongue. Amal bil arkan, action of the limbs. I'tiqad janan, a belief in the heart. It goes up when one is obedient to Allah, it goes down when one is obedient to the shaitan. So actions are from Iman. So therefore it should behoove us after hearing this to know that as long as we are persistent upon voluntary deeds, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will consistently reward us and he will not stop rewarding us as long as we remain consistent and persistent upon those voluntary good deeds. Qala Imam al-Nawi, Imam al-Nawi, he mentions, he says, mah, that the word mah is a kalima of nahi wa zajar. Kalimatu nahi wa zajar is a word that it means to stop. It is a word that it prohibits someone from doing something. So mah, when our mother Aisha was telling the Prophet about the, all the salah of this particular woman, the Prophet he told her, Mah, stop, don't say anymore. And then the statement of the Prophet that Allah Ta'ala la yamal. What is understood by this, naam, and this will be appreciated by those who understand the Arabic language, whereas the translation is translated according to the meaning and not according to word for word. Those who understand the Arabic language and they will understand that what is meant by la Allah, that Allah Ta'ala la yamal, la that the reward of Allah, it will not stop. The reward of Allah will not stop. You will consistently be rewarded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Imam al Nawi he goes on and he says, He says, So therefore, it is upon you to stick to that in which you have the ability to consistently do. Now, we bring this up because we hear the likes of these, of these hadith and perhaps this particular hadith itself before. But has it ever come to our mind? Have we ever sat down and have we ever made a plan of action? Because when it comes to the, the deeds, the obligatory deeds, that is a given. That is the foundation. That is a given. Okay? So the obligatory deeds as relates to the salah as an example. The five daily prayers, this is the given. This is the default that a Muslim prays five times a day, at least five times a day. That's the default, okay? So all of us have to be praying five times a day. 
So in every action that is obligatory, that is the default. That at bare minimum, that's what we do. My question is, have we ever sat down and drew out a, a, a game plan for the voluntary deeds? Have we ever examined to see which voluntary deed am I going to embark upon and remain consistent upon? Look at the voluntary deeds. Now, and I want you to figure out which of those voluntary deeds do you have the ability to do on a consistent basis? And then I want you to go down that list of voluntary deeds that you have identified that you can do on a consistent basis. And then I want you to start to check them off to begin by doing this one and then start doing that one and then and so on and so forth consistently because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will consistently reward you for the deeds that you do as long as you are doing them. Even if they are little, as it comes in another narration that is collected by Imam al-Bukhari, even if they are little, meaning you deem them to be little or easy, Allah Ta'ala will consistently reward you for them as long as you are persistent upon doing them. This is the homework for us, bismillahi ta'ala, so that we could enhance our lifetime or our life, so that we could step our game up, so that we can become better Muslims, so that we could enrich our life, bismillahi ta'ala. Which voluntary deeds are you going to be consistent upon, hence therefore? هذا أقول قولي هذا وأستغفرها لي ولكم ولجميع المسلمين فاستغفروا فإنه هو الغفور الرحيم بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وبعد So we have to pace ourselves بإذن الله تعالى Sticking to that which is obligatory and we never leave it and then increasing and doing those voluntary deeds in which we can do on a consistent basis, we do them consistently. Now, this is how the Muslim is to be, and don't go too far. Don't be extreme. Rawa Muslim and Anas radiallahu ta'ala anhu قال جاء ثلاثة رهط أي رجل He said that three men came to the houses of the wives of the Prophet They were asking about the worship of the Prophet And once they were informed about it It was as if they deemed it as being a little bit When they were informed about the worship of the Prophet it's as if they deemed it as being just a little bit. It wasn't a lot in their estimation. So thus they said, They said, where are we from the Messenger of Allah? Where are we from the Prophet the one who his previous sins and future sins have been forgiven? So in their mind, in their Wrong way of looking at it. Their mistakenly, their mistaken opinion. They thought because he was forgiven for his past and future sins, that he can do what we deem to be a little bit. So one of them they said, "Qala ahaduhum." 
One of them, they said, He said, as far as me, I'm going to pray all night, every night, for the rest of my life. I'm going to pray all night, every night, for the rest of my life. وَقَالَ الْآخَرُ وَأَنَا أَصُومُ الدَّهْرُ أَبَدًا وَلَا أُفْطِرُ The other one he said, well as far as me, I'm going to fast every single day of every single month for the rest of my life. I'm going to fast every single day for the rest of my life and I'm never going to eat during the daytime ever. وَقَالَ الْآخَرُ The third one he said, أَنَا أَعْتَزِلُ النِّسَاءُ the, 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 the third one he said, me, I'm going to stay away from women and I'm never going to get married. So when the Prophet was informed on this, So the Prophet he went to them. And the Prophet went to them, he said, are you all the ones who said this and that? You the ones who said this and that? فَقَالَ نَبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ أَخْشَاكُمْ وَأَتْقَاكُمْ The Prophet وسلم, he said, By Allah, I fear Allah the most, more than all of you. I am more pious and devout unto Allah more than all of you. The Prophet he said, Usumu wa uftir. He said, I fast and I break my fast. wa I pray at night and I sleep some of the night. I stand and pray some of the night and I sleep at night. Wa and I marry women. And whoever desires raghibah, a'radha. This is the meaning of raghibah here in this context. A'radha. Whoever, the Prophet he said, whoever turns away from my sunnah, then he is not from me. Whoever turns away from my sunnah, whoever want to choose another path, you want looking for something else, whoever want to take another way other than my sunnah, he is nothing, he's not from me. Nothing to do with me, I nothing to do with him. These are, these are severe words from the Prophet Who from amongst us wants to be from the lot in which the Prophet he said, you have nothing to do with me. Who from amongst us wants to be that guy? Nobody. Nobody in their right mind at all. And who will earn such the one who chooses and desires other than the sunnah of the Prophet The one who sees the sunnah of the Prophet and feels, I can do more. I think I should do more. I think it's better to do more. No. The Prophet he is the standard. The Prophet he taught us what is right. The Prophet he outlined to us the, what we are to do as the minimum and what is the most. The Prophet so who is the one now who would dare try to go beyond that which the Prophet Sallallahu taught? For an example, who is the one who will come and say, instead of washing my limbs at maximum three times in the wudu, I'm going to wash each limb ten times. That's a good thing, right? No. Why? Because you have gone against the sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The Prophet Sallallahu gave you the standard. The standard was one to three. That's it. There's no four, 
there's no five, there's no six, seven, or whatever. The standard is one to three. Whoever decides I'm going to wash each limb inside of the wudu more than three times, you have gone against the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And use that as a frame of reference. This is just an example. We have to follow the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. The sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu This. Is sufficient when you find the likes. Now let's bring it home. Let's let's make it clear. When you find the likes of the Khawarij, when you find the likes of Daesh, ISIS, uh, Qaeda, whoever, Al Shabab, whoever's upon their way. When you find the likes of these groups that have gone to this level of extremism, that have gone beyond that which the Prophet وسلم, taught, then know what they are doing has nothing to do with the sunnah of the Prophet what's the delil is that the Prophet وسلم, he responded to this type of extremism those who want to go above and beyond that, and that in which he taught, the Prophet وسلم, he said Man an sunnati minni. whoever goes and desires other than my sunnah he is not from me so what they're doing, it is not from the sunnah. They are not representatives of Islam. They are not an illustration of what the Muslim should do and how the Muslim should be. No way, in no which way, shape, or form ever could the likes of such evil individuals be a representation of what a Muslim is to be. Like it, who like it, hate it, who hate it. That's the reality. It is incumbent, it is a must that we stick to the sunnah of the Prophet and that we do not try to go beyond it, nor do we try to be negligent as relates to it, but that we are in the middle. We follow the guidance and we do that which is obligatory and then we bring extra voluntary good, good deeds according upon what we are able to do consistently and we constantly striving to increase upon that to get better and to get better just like when you work out your muscles you start with five pounds and then when five pounds becomes easy you go to ten pounds when ten pounds become easy you go to fifteen so on and so forth likewise the person who was doing and he's upon good within the bounds of the sunnah of the prophet as they could increase, they increase, but they increase in a manner that is in accordance to their ability as relates to the voluntary deeds because the little that is consistent is better than a lot that, is, that stops and that is seventh. Ma'am? So it is incumbent and a must that we stick to the sunnah of the Prophet وسلم, that we pace ourselves and that we do not be extreme. هذا فاقم الصلاه